0: Welcome back everybody. this is the good old hockey podcast uh, Gally, it's been a minute since you and I have sat down together and talked about hockey. Um, we did some pre-recorded stuff before Christmas. I hope everyone had had a great new year um, If you didn't catch uh, last week's interview with uh, Tony, I suggest you go watch that. It's a great interview with a great guy um, Ooh, yeah. but guess what it's time we're gonna we're at the halfway point the NHL season galley um, but before we get into that let's talk to each other give the fans listeners um a little recap of how we've been over the last couple weeks
1: you start yeah yeah man i've been been good been skiing skiing's been good the past week and uh playing hockey here and there and freezing my ass off it's it's pretty this is like the coldest i've seen it get in boise and also (laughs) the most snow i've seen in boise uh it's supposed to snow again tonight but yeah, man, I've been chilling. I played hockey this weekend, went skiing on Thursday night. It's a really kick-ass day on Thursday um, mm-hmm. to go skiing. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a good start to, to 2024. Um, yeah. Really ready to hit the ground running with the pod this, this year and lots yeah. of juicy stuff, upcoming uh, interviews, all oh, sorts yeah. of stuff. So excited to share mm-hmm. that with the listeners out there. But well, how have you been, Sean?
0: I've been pretty good. Um, let's see had a good New Year's, watched the Winter Classic. That uh, was such a good game. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I know Seattle won. Good for them for winning at home, honestly. But the spectacle in the that. Of itself. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, I think I said the night, so I got cucked on that. But um, yeah, same here. I've been a good start to 2024. Um, and yeah, I hope we've got some fun stuff planned in the future um, that we'll get into at a later date. But Yeah, we're ready to hit the ground running with 2024 and get some new stuff, get some good content for you guys. Um, And yeah, Yeah. uh, if any of you before I want to mention this, um, we just started putting together kind of a new Spotify platform, or I guess um, how you guys listen to this stuff. Um, If you're listening to this now, you're on our new Spotify page. If you're watching this on YouTube, hi um but go check out our spotify go follow us on their apple podcasts it's almost it's also on amazon music as well um but we have our own page so all the shows are going to have their own page um yeah and <clears throat> i forgot to, to sure mention too yeah.
1: yeah forgot <laughs> to mention too watched a lot of world juniors world world oh, Junior yeah. championships it was fire mm-hmm. I also went to a Ducks Flames game. That was awesome. Flames won 3-0 in Anaheim. First That's time awesome. being in Anaheim, there's surprisingly a lot of people there. I think it was mm-hmm. because it was right before Christmas, but that was awesome to see the yeah. Flames get that uh, 3-0 dub yeah. in the pond. But uh yeah, no World Junior Championships was kick ass. Yeah. It was very surprising to see how early Canada exited, but it's awesome. Awesome to yeah. see the US take the take the yeah. gold and shit dude my my group predictions were fantastic if anyone yeah. wants to see that I got like two yeah, teams artist. wrong out of the group play um yeah. and I did you get got, the winner right so
0: you did and you had the top 4 right too
1: Yeah I well Which no group? I think I, I I don't think I had Canada necessarily oh, that's right. Right. um in the top 4 but and shit I think Slovakia didn't make it either but I think I did get yeah. Sweden and the US yeah. Um, but it's was to see Czechia make it too.
0: Yeah. No, it was cool to see. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously go USA, uh, Ryan Leonard, who was, um, what was it? When he blew a kiss to the fans after he scored on them, I actually have a signature right here on the Zincan from the draft. I, you can see it. I think it's this one, this one here. Um, I have a video. Maybe I can plug it in there, but um, yeah, it was cool to see the Americans win. Will Smith, uh, Sharks future legend. Um, good to see him have some success there. Um, we'll see what he does in the future. But yeah, uh, first off, I want to ask, how was it being an away fan at a game? Because you were a Calgary fan in Anaheim. How was that?
1: Yeah, so honestly, like, first time being, being yeah. a diehard Flames fan throughout my whole life, Um, being mm-hmm. an away fan. Uh, The thing about Anaheim is it's not the biggest hockey city town i feel like it's almost kind of like a vibe like boise where people you know will go to the games as something to do but there's no diehard hockey fan i mean don't get me wrong there is yeah, Anaheim, and i'm and there's they're, they're they're out there but i'd say you know majority or half the fans there weren't really you know the most diehard fans or season ticket holders or anything like that so i didn't really get chirped too much um i did get a, a taste of how californians act to some people i was i saw some flames fans outside of the arena and i was like really? yo go flames yeah and they just gave me the cold shoulder didn't say anything to me and i was like oh my really? god it was fucking yeah. ridiculous dude um there's surprisingly a lot of flames fans there though so um it was it was cool it was a cool experience so i mean you're kind of the bad guy at the 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 fucking ducks didn't even score a goal. So yeah. Didn't even get to hear the goal horn, which kinda sucked. But um mm-hmm. yeah, it was a it was a good game and it was the game the game I saw was the game fucking Leo Carlson got hurt. And oh. and that was a that was a really gnarly injury. So yeah. Um yeah, that the stadium went silent when that happened. But no, it was it was cool. Um I almost a couple years ago I almost went to an Edmonton uh Calgary game, Battle of Alberta in Edmonton.
0: Ooh, that, that would
1: have been fucking yeah. electric, yeah. Um, because I've seen a battle of Alberta and Calgary, and it's it's a it's a rivalry for yeah. sure. People are talking shit and stuff, even comedians. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. but yeah, no, it was, it was it was pretty damn cool. I I definitely will remember Anaheim and uh, go into that game for a long time. But uh, I think that, I think that's like five out of thirty rinks I've been to in the league. So. You know, we're crossing them off the list. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get some more and soon. So,
0: yeah, no, we gotta you and I with this podcast. Hopefully, we can reach a point where we've gone to all how many are there? Thirty are there thirty two? Because no one yeah. shares any arenas, right? Yeah, all thirty two. Maybe there will be thirty four at that point or thirty three. Um,
1: Obviously, so yeah, I think that'd
0: be cool. Um, but yeah, let's get into this <clears throat> segment we started calling coast to coast. Um, Basically, what we're going to do is just talk about the news that, especially for us, since we haven't been on here for a couple of weeks, almost a month, where we've been talking like fresh hockey news. We've got some crazy stuff that's happened within the last couple of weeks. Uh, First one, Cutter Gauthier. Now, for anyone that doesn't know the situation, I'll briefly explain it. But right after the World Juniors ended a couple weeks ago, uh, he got traded to the Anaheim Ducks from the Flyers. Uh Flyers got um what's his name?
1: Jamie Drysdale and or yeah. Drysdale and then a Dry second style. rounder I think yeah. too.
0: Like some good yeah, and it's a good return for Philadelphia and not the cutter got isn't worth that but um basically he had said that <clears throat> he requested a trade and then right after that Philly was kind of pissed off about it. Um that he was even suggesting that as a 19-year-old kid who's never even played in the league. Um, I'd heard reports that he might have been upset that he didn't get called up this year and was still stuck playing at college. Interesting. If that's true or not, I don't know. Um, then it came out that apparently Kevin one of the reporters for the Flyers had come out and said that Kevin Hayes, who was a former Flyer, Uh, had suggested to the kid to get out of Philly. And then Philadelphia had a whole list of things to say to Kevin Hayes, some really messed up stuff about his brother too. Um,
1: Yeah, holy shit.
0: Yeah, but they dispelled the rumors pretty quickly. Philadelphia did. Um, I think Torts had said something in an interview like, who's the guy that broke that Kevin Hayes had anything to do with it? And the guy like raised his hand and was like, it was me. And Torts was like, you are a shithead, basically.
1: Um, yeah, dude, Torts is mouth. a fucking legend. I can't believe, yeah. I mean, no, no sweat to Cutter, but like, holy shit, I can't believe what he said about him. He's like, I don't know the difference between a hole in the wall <laughs> yeah. and this guy. Like, yeah. dude, some of the Flyers, reporters, Torts, fucking GMs, like, and let alone fans, went in no, on this did. guy. Yeah um like holy shit i i truly wonder if we'll ever figure out why um he did that because that is kind of a bold thing to do um, i think it's very i mean he was already drafted so that was one thing um but i think it was very bold because one he was like really stoked to be playing for the flyers when he got drafted and right. then like holy shit how much of a difference one year takes Um, yeah. but it really reminds me of fucking caleb williams like people are saying the same shit about Caleb Williams, like yeah. saying, you know, he has no right to be saying that stuff. He hasn't even played a game in the NFL. Yeah. Um, which NHL and NFL are completely different, especially when it comes to draft draft prospects. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, Gautier was he's high up prospect. I want to say he's top he was a, top ten.
0: He was top ten for sure. I think he was like yeah. seven or I don't know exactly, but um yeah, I I don't know, the whole situation's it's kind of crazy and it's so back and forth because I get as an organization to be pissed off at a kid who hasn't even played a game yet and he's asking yeah. for a trade. Um but I also see Cutter's side of it and being, you know, this is where you're gonna end or you're gonna start your career and you don't want like it's it's a very precious time that he's in right now where he's young, he's got to develop and if he doesn't feel like he's developing enough you kind of got to get out of there. Um, so Yeah,
1: 100%. And, and I mean, I think, you know, some of the management within the organization, maybe it's the coach. Um, there's a lot of aspects that go into the Flyers organization why people yeah. maybe wouldn't want to play there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, damn, I'm still, I, I, I'm still kind of in shock. It's not the first time it's happened. Uh, he is a college prospect. I want to say he plays for uh, Boston good. College. BC, um,
0: uh, I think he's BU. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, one of one of the Boston colleges. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: Um, but yeah, no, I mean, players have done that in the past. Adam Fox was drafted second round by the Flames, and he fucking did the same thing to the Flames. Oh, really? So like, yeah. yeah. So like, this shit happens, and every time he comes back to Calgary, he gets booed. But this is Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. Yeah. Think about how fucking Philadelphia fans are gonna. Treat Philadelphia fans are ruthless. I will. It's yeah. gonna be bad when he comes back like oh yeah the fact that this kid's fucking what 19 years old and he was getting Mm -hmm. death threats and there's there's it was like fucking i don't know if it's just this year but there's so much drama in the nhl this year um yeah i mean it's because we started
0: so they gotta they gotta live up for us
1: (laughs) yeah 100 um but yeah i just i still can't believe the way philly fans treated him and that that kind of like always gives me the question like do you think Philly fans that are the worst in the league?
0: You know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Boston's pretty tough to play in too. I think Toronto's tough to play in. I think Philadelphia as a whole, I think Boston's up there though. Play, like, I'd say whether, I'd say
1: Toronto in the league, but I'd say Philadelphia yeah. fans might take the cake for all sports around.
0: All like... sports, definitely. I think yeah, the Sixers, <laughs> yeah. the Eagles, that is probably the toughest place to play. I think Boston's up there though too because I know the Bruins is tough for them if they're on a losing streak. The Patriots, you get, I mean, Mac Jones probably can't show his face around Boston. Um, (laughs) Celtics, same thing. Um, Yeah, I think I think Philly's definitely top four or five at least in worst places to play in the NHL.
1: Yeah, I'd say it goes one of losing Toronto. Yeah, one Toronto for sure, and then I'd say two Philly. 3-Boston. I think Philly's worse than Boston because Boston wins a lot more in others. Yeah, yeah. Boston wins a lot more, one, in hockey, but in other Mm -hmm. sports, too, so, like, kind of balance it out. But, like, dude, Philly's... I mean, Philly's got the the Eagles. They've won recently, but... Shit, man, that's fucking... They just got the first-round (laughs) exit. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I know. Recently, but, I mean, they they won, I think, in 2018, 2019, but I think that was, like, the most recent... Like yeah. any of those teams had won. Yeah. I mean the, the Flyers Sixers. haven't won since the fucking I wanna say seventies. Seventies or eighties. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <clears throat> it was the same year that that uh remember when I did that um history thing about yeah. the Flyers? That was the year that they had won back to back. So it was 66, like yeah. Um but yeah, I mean Philly I think it all depends on how successful you are and how good you're doing because like I said with with boston if you're doing bad it's probably a pretty bad place to play but if you're winning i think if you're winning in philly it'd be a great city to play in but geez the flyers have not <clears throat> had that much success i mean they what they played against the blackhawks in 2014 went to the finals but they haven't yeah, done Yeah, 2011 different. oh they had yeah. fucking
1: ray emery which he was <laughs> he's like 50 something years old i'm like yeah. holy fuck I mean, that was a while ago when the when the Flyers had that good a success. And dude, I just remember like the the Battle of Pennsylvania, like Flyers yeah. pens, I'd say that's like top top three rivalries oh, yeah. in the league for oh, me. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking love that rivalry, dude. Yeah.
0: No, that's a great rivalry. Um <clears throat> yeah. Um but yeah, I think overall I think Philly I'm gonna put it three. Just because if you if you suck in Boston, I think it's worse for you than Philly, but um I think overall, Philly's number one for worst city to just in any sport, just because they haven't had that much success. But next topic here, we got um, someone we haven't touched on a whole lot recently, which I feel like we should have is Conor Bedard. Um, I know that he just got injured recently. If you haven't, if you're living in a rock under a rock, uh, Bedard (laughs) got hurt. He broke his jaw on a play that was pretty soft, I feel like, um, in terms of the hit. Like, it really wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. I think it was just kind of like one of those things where he fell into the guy, into the guy's shoulder. It's not like he laid him out or anything. Um, But he did go down. Um, I did see, though, the other day that he's practicing again.
1: Yeah. He, did, yeah. he did yeah, he did kind of get rocked on that hit. Like he did. it wasn't he did. it wasn't the softest play, but I mean he no, did no, he was no. he had his head down on the ice yep. and just got fucking yeah. lit up. But uh yeah, dude, he's out yeah, he is practicing, which is a good sign. Uh-huh. Yeah. but I mean shit, as a fucking eighteen if you're under 10, twenty years old and you're a franchise player, like you don't want to rush him to get back in because like he no. can seriously fuck his job. Um, because I think he broke his jaw, which is like that's yeah, pretty fucking serious injury to yeah. get, and um, you yeah, know, definitely takes some time to recover from. Yeah, um, a lot of I saw a lot of people calling him soft. I'm like, dude, you, dude fucking, he can't, yeah. probably can't eat. Like, yeah. this is yeah. this is a pretty serious injury. Um, oh, you yeah. know, if it was if it was the playoffs, it's a different story. Yeah. Um, but when you're the one of the worst teams in the league, I think maybe the worst team in the league, or yeah. sorry. Not the sh- no offense to the Sharks, second worst. <laughs> hey,
0: I'll wear that, I'll wear that, I'll wear
1: that. <laughs> um, you know, you I don't want to rush you your, your player, but you know, that opens up the conversation. Um, you know, he was obviously the number one like favorite for the Calder trophy, um, but now it's kind of up in the air because it's like who who yeah. is gonna win this thing. Um, Sick. and my personal favorite out of all of these, which is kind of a dark horse, is Connor Zeri. Um, He has the most points per game out of any rookie. I know I'm biased picking a Calgary Flames player, (laughs) Um, but he has been lighting it up. He's got 22 points in 33 games. He's got less games than all the other rookies. So, like, if he continues to score at the pace he's at, he could potentially have the most points in the whole league for rookies, which is, like, pretty astonishing. Given that, he is, I want to say he's 22 years old. So he's a oh, little yeah. bit older than that all these other is. rookies. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think Fantilli has a really good chance now. Um, yeah. I also think, like, Luke Hughes has a pretty good chance to slide in and Brock Faber. Um, but, you know, out of out of anyone, I'd say, dude, Sarri is going to be my dark horse. And then second, I'd probably say Fantilli would probably be uh, the okay. next up to, to kind of surpass Bedard. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be hard for Bedard to win that Calder now just because, I mean, six to eight weeks, that's like – yeah. It's a lot of games, you know?
0: It is. I just think, so right now, I'm looking at the offensive leaders right now for rookies. He's got 33. He's missed, what, a week and a half now? Yeah. Uh, Second place is Fantilli at 25. So I think it is going to be tough to him to climb back. But the league and the vote, I'm sure the committee who selects it, I'm sure Gary Bettman is going to be very biased in wanting... Their prize possession to be getting that award. So if he comes back and he's lighting up the league again, I mean he really was. He was at a at least a point per game, which I think is tough A to do on the Blackhawks, and also as a rookie. Um I just think I don't know. I okay. So I like that Dark Horse pick. Maybe we throw a little bit of money on that. Because I don't know what his odds are right now, but it's probably pretty good. If you throw five bucks on there, who knows what that'll be? But um,
1: yeah. I mean he he I'm curious if are they gods
0: anywhere? Yeah, see if you God. can find that. Um, but I would give my if Bedard is hurt for too long, he's out for two months and misses a lot. I'm gonna say Luke Hughes is gonna take that. Um I think okay. Fantilli isn't a bad pick, but I just think Luke Hughes, um, I would like to see him win it. Uh, just because of who he is, his brothers. I think it'd be cool to have him win that uh, trophy. Another thing I do feel bad for Bedard about is the fact that he's going to miss All-Star Weekend. Um, At least I think. I feel like he would. If he's out six to eight weeks, like they're saying, that's right after the break. But I don't know that he's going to be able to make it, which really sucks because he got voted in, and we'll talk more about the All-Star later. But... um, you know, he got put in there as a rookie and he got voted the only one out of the Blackhawks, which, again, isn't that hard. Um, but, yeah, I I feel for him. I mean, that's tough to be that young and kind of get lit up on a play that is your fault a bit, having your head down mm-hmm. like that. You can't do that in the National League. Um, but, yeah. Um,
1: he is still the favorite, Bedard is. So okay. just search up. He's at minus one fifty. Condors is at plus twenty five hundred. So that's a fucking crazy mm-hmm. pick for me. But hey, a lot of things happened in the second half of the season, and I'm true. predicting Zary is going to get hot. He's been hot throughout the whole season, mm-hmm. so um, I think he's going to continue that, and he's going to sneak into the rankings. Everyone, everyone, watch. I know he's not been. Crack in the NHL rankings on their social media and stuff, yeah. but the comments section has been like, "Where the fuck is area?"
0: Yeah, yeah. He's been what, having a hell points? of a season. He's got twenty two points, yeah.
1: points in twenty two points in thirty three games, so he's second, I think, in goals per or points per game points behind per Bedard. Per, okay. Um. So, yeah, I it's gonna be that. interesting. But um, yeah, just going on to the next topic. Uh, we can kind of just go over this real quick. Yeah. Um. But Blue Jackets, the Columbus Blue Jackets are having such a shitty season. And yeah. Um I think it was very, very underwhelming for them because I think they were kind of a bubble team if if anything. And yeah. um had some of their players have playoff experience. But I mean, oh my goodness. Like one, their goalie requested a trade this week, which is like Never out happened. of the blue. Yeah, yeah. Their starting goalie and he was kind of like their goalie for the foreseeable future. they have the second worst goals against in the whole league which is also not good, so might have to do with the goalie a little bit, so a shakeup might be good. But also Johnny Hockey, their prize possession player, has 28 points in 44 games. That's not a the production there to look for him. I know that no. he's kind of on the upswing, but, um, yeah, man, the Columbus Blue Jackets are, have been a nightmare um, this whole season. That's something that has been kind of shined on this past week because Merz- Merzlinkus has got a, a trade request.
0: Yeah, Um. I don't know. I mean, I think, let's see, last year, what? I mean, they got this third pick, but I think that they, I thought at least last year, they just kind of had a bit of a fluke season, but geez, yeah. they're not looking like they're going to do any better this year. Maybe a little bit better, but I don't see them jumping or even making playoffs at all, Um, which is really sad. I, I like uh, Johnny Goudreau. I know you do as a Flames fan. He was... One of my favorite American players, especially when he was on the Flames, just um <clears throat> he was just he's a good player. Um and it's kinda That's sad to fun. see that he's doing this. And maybe for you as a Flames fan that you're kinda like, Well, this is what happens. You left a team, a, that little, was, bit, a yeah. little bit, but also down, I, I love Johnny
1: Hockey. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. deep down. I've never, he's... Yeah. He's the homie dude and I, I hope the best for him, but also he should he should just come back to Calgary. Be, yeah. <laughs> that's where that's where he's good. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. Um okay, cool. All right, well, let's get into this uh all-star stuff. We got some news over the weekend about <clears throat> just various uh all star news, just in the sense we got jerseys dropped. Uh, we got the teams, or at least not the teams, but the roster of players that Uh, We're put in each. It looks like, okay, I kind of want to touch on this. The way they did the all-star selection this year was a little weird because I know that they want to get a player from each team to the all-star game. But as a Sharks fan, I like to see that Tomas Hurdle is an all-star. But at the same time, I'm like, I just don't – we don't need an all st- – like, not every team needs it. I get it for the sense they want people to come and watch the game like a Sharks fan. But, honestly, I'd rather see multiple players from different teams that should have been in it. Like, look at like Edmonton, for example. Leon Drysdale had to be voted in because Mick David was number one. And then also someone like Evan Bouchard yeah. doesn't get in because – they're also gonna, they're all gonna vote for Leon. Um, and I mean we saw how many what? Three other Maple Leafs, which I get it, it's in Toronto this year, so they're gonna have a lot of stars <laughs> like the um Panthers did last year. Canucks had four of them, which they're a great team this year, so kind of makes sense. Yeah. But it's just like I feel like it's leaving out. Some of these players that deserve it because you're trying to get a player from the Sharks and some of these teams that just don't really deserve to have an All Star. Um,
1: yeah, no offense but to Boon Jenner, Boon Jenner getting the the All Star yeah, pick is pretty wild.
0: <laughs> I just I don't know. I I want to see an actual All Star game. I don't. I the All Star game is such a good way to get fans to watch and if you try to just cater to everyone it's gonna piss off some of the people that are not pissed off but maybe drive away it's not gonna be as good as it can be that's a better way of saying yeah it. um it's not the best of be the better. best it's it's
1: kind of a, no it's almost like a participation trophy type yeah <laughs>
0: like oh you're on the sharks you have the most points here you go to my he's a great yeah. player i'm not doubting him at all but i also don't think he is necessarily an all-star this year i think there's other people um but, uh, what did you have here? You said better or worse than last year's. What do you think?
1: Um, are you saying their jerseys or, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, let's touch on that first. Let's touch on that first. Yeah, yeah, I was um, talking about their jerseys. Sorry, I skipped ahead. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. The jerseys this year, um, if you guys haven't seen them, I can pull them up. But, um, the jerseys this year, what do you think of them?
1: Um, you know, I think they're cool. Um, I kind of like the reveal they did. I thought it was a little like NHL probably put too much money towards the marketing. I yeah. feel like they could have done that with some players in the NHL for way yeah. less money, yeah. and it probably would have got well-received. It's just – it's it's interesting for me to see, like, non-hockey players release these jerseys. But it was in Toronto, so, of course, Bieber's going to be doing that. Yeah. Um, But, you know, out of all of these, mm-hmm. like – out of all of these I like the white ones the most. I think they look the freshest. Yeah. And then I'd probably say my least favorite is the red ones. The red ones look like it's for like team China or something. Yeah. Like it it's just it's it's weird it, yeah. it weirds me out just in terms of the colors and stuff. It's just like it's like <laughs> communist colors dude. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like the Chinese flag in a way. Yeah. Um but I, like one thing that I'm a little curious about and I I'm a little uneducated on this, but I know they're doing the draft this year. Are, are those for each division?
0: Yeah, I don't know like... how they're going to do that. Um, I feel like they're going to have four captains because I think they're going to stick with the three-on-three style, which I do like. Um, yes. I think it's a little bit more exciting. Um, But I think they're going to have four captains and then pick like that, um, if okay. I can guess. Um, as for the jerseys, I think I like them. Um. I like the blue one the most, honestly. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think last years were pretty awesome. It's tough to beat that what they did last year.
1: Yeah, it's so hard um, to beat last year's. Last years yeah. are so fucking sick, dude. And like, yeah. yeah, it's. I wish I got one of those jerseys because I want to say they're they're going for a lot of money nowadays because yeah. because they're yeah. they don't make them anymore and they're yeah. pretty sick. Um, yeah, I got but my yeah, brother. Dude, I'm so stoked for the draft too.
0: Yeah. I got my brother a Kale McCarr one um, off DHgate, but um, (laughs) I got him a Kale McCarr one. It looks, I mean, it looks legit. Um, That one's pretty cool. I don't think McCarr played because he was injured in the all-star game, but he loves Kale McCarr. It's his favorite player. So, um, but yeah, I think those jerseys, they're pretty good. It's tough to beat last year's, but I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it like a 7.5 out
1: of 10. They did yeah, a pretty good job, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think the rosters, you know, overall the rosters are debatable, but I mean, there's still the best yeah. players in the league and
0: there are, and yeah.
1: on the rosters I mean, and, and, the draft is going to be really cool. So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for that.
0: I'm excited for that too. I hope they give away a car to the person that's picks last again, like Phil Kess- Phil Kessel got, Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, we'll see what they do, but, um, Yeah, I think also with all star games, everyone, someone, there's always going to be two or three players that everyone thinks is going to be snubbed. I think there was more this year because of what they did.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: 100%. But you're never going to, no one's ever going to agree on the all star roster on who made it and who didn't. Someone always gets snubbed every year. So I get that part of it. But um, yeah, I think. For better or worse, were you talking about the rosters, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Kind of both.
0: Yeah. I would say they're worse than last year's. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd say they're worse, but they're yeah. still pretty sick.
0: Yeah. Um. Obviously, every player that made the All-Star Game is a great player. They're in the NHL. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. So, clearly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think with Bieber, how they marketed that, I mean, it's in Toronto. He's a Maple Leafs fan. Um at least i think yeah cuz he always hangs out with like Austin Matthews yeah. and he was hanging out with Joe Thornton at one point and i was like dude hey joe no thornton um it would have been more sick if it was drake yeah yeah cuz he he's been trying to do <laughs> that would have been an honestly good one um yeah he i remember he said something over the off season like at NHL message me and i think they did end up doing something together they did like the OVO yeah lab with the some of the teams which is cool but yeah, I think if they were <clears throat> able to get Drake, or, that would be cool too. Um, but yeah, I think uh, okay. One last thing I put on here before we move on to uh, the our small thing here, we're going to talk about the All Star Game is the draft upcoming, twenty twenty four. It's in Vegas this year. Um, but we talked about this before we started recording and I wanted to talk about it on here. But they've talked about not doing another in-person draft again after this year, which I think I understand on a team's point of view where it's expensive expensive to send out their, member, their like team members to go out and their scouts, all that stuff. I get it, it's expensive. But for the kids that are getting drafted, that's a huge night. And I don't know, I mean, I think it's – probably cool for them maybe to be at home and be doing it like they did over covid but and man, the like, fans too the fans too yeah like us being able you to you went to one and, last year and it was fucking yeah. sick <laughs> and it was awesome and i it's not going to be able to happen again after this year um at least that's what the speculation is or that they've talked about but it's going to be at the what's called at the sphere this year in vegas the new ball thing that you can see from space or something um which is cool and i'm excited for that but i don't know i wish that they would keep doing that because i think it's a cool experience for the players the kids getting drafted it's their draft night it's a huge night for them yeah um and i don't know i think it's kind of special for them so
1: i also think we're gonna make it down there too um i I think it's uh
0: yeah we're gonna do it i think we're We're gonna gonna, we're
1: gonna we're gonna for our listeners out there we're gonna really, really try to get our yeah. asses down there and uh, yeah. be at the last in person, possibly the last in person uh, yeah. draft. Uh, yep. Yeah, we. No, we'll sorry start. if I, I tease that a little no, too no. much, but I, I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna try our hardest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about teasing it, and I was, you know what? Let's do it. Um. Yeah, we, me and Gally have talked, and we want to try to make it down there. It's in Vegas. It's only a couple hundred bucks flight for us from Boise. Um. So why not? It's not. that far away i mean if it was in boston it'd be a different story but you know why not try to get some content maybe we could do some we got to practice our on the street stuff though before we We can't do our first one there um so we're gonna do that but um yeah so we'll announce that if we're for sure gonna be doing that but um yeah we're gonna try to get out there and get some content have have a time of our lives stuff like that but
1: it's gonna be a kick-ass time
0: Um, Back on the All-Star game, we're going to do a little kind of game here. Uh, We're each going to give something that we want to see in the skills competition. Because I think this is another uh, part of the All-Star game that they could probably beef up a little bit more. Um, I think it's a fun NBA. I think at least used to do it really well with like the slam dunk competition, all that stuff. I think now it's kind of not as cool. but I think it's it's a important part of the All Star weekend that you need to capitalize on. So, a skills comp that I think should be added to the All Star skills comp competition. Um, it's going to be the most creative Michigan. Now, if uh, anyone that doesn't know, you better know what a Michigan is. But um, if anyone's seen it, the ECHL just had their All Star game or All-Star Weekend this last weekend. And there were a couple Michigans that they pulled out. And some of them were pretty creative. And we've seen stuff with like Pavel Barber and all those guys do these like wacky Michigans, which, I mean, I think is cool for them, but I want to see an NHL player do it. Um, and yeah, I think the most creative Michigan, however they can do it, they it's not like a shootout rule where they have to, come from center ice and they can't move the puck back, they can go wherever they want to go on the ice and <clears throat> come up. They can start from the other red line and have the puck on their stick and be waving around whatever they're doing. Um, but, yeah, I think i like to see that.
1: Yeah, Zegers is, is definitely winning that.
0: Oh, yeah, he would win that.
1: Or Sebastian Cobb, one of the two. Yeah. Um. No, that was solid. I, I mean, yeah, the, the ECHL has an interesting format, too. It's like their all-stars play the hosting team. Um, oh
0: okay i saw that i was like what are they doing but that's kind of cool i like that
1: yeah it is kind of cool and no i know there were some crazy breakaways i didn't watch the game fully but um no i didn't either. yeah some some crazy breakaways and my buddy uh cam mcguire who's the the radio host I saw for, that. Uh, yeah yeah he for for the Steelers, yeah. he was over there calling the game so yeah shout out cam awesome. but uh yeah my my skills competition that i would add back in is Ooh. the shootout elimination or the yes. elimination shootout. Last time they did this was in 2012. I think Stamkos was the winner. Um, but that's kind of like, I'm sure a lot of hockey players um, have done this in practice. It's kind of, if you score, you're still in. If you don't score, you're out. So yeah, it kind of narrows like it down to players trying, one, mm-hmm. rather than just doing like kind of showboat stuff, which the shootout competition has kind of gotten to. Yeah. Um, but I think if they do a cash prize too, players will actually like try and yeah. like goalies will also try to, I think there's yeah. gotta be a, um, incentive there could even the be goal. a prize. For, yeah. Incentive for yeah. the goalies too. um, depending like, say if they get 35 saves or something, I don't know yeah. if that number is right, but you know, yeah. certain, certain amount for that. But, um, I think if they start throwing cash towards these prizes, players will kind of go at them a little bit more. I do too.
0: I think they kind of just take it as a, from what I've seen, at least a lot of these players kind of take it as a time for vacation. If you get selected as an all-star, that's awesome. You get to go to wherever that is. And it's a little mini vacation mid season. Good little break too. But yeah, I think NHL, if you're listening to this, just put a little bit more effort into the all-star game, make those players try just a little bit more than they do. Um, And it's good for the fans. That's what the All-Star game is. It's for the players, but it's mainly for the fans. Um, That's what the whole sport is, really. It's for people like us. Um,
1: 100%.
0: But yeah, uh, moving on, we are at the halfway point in the NHL season. Now, Gally and I have done this at the quarter point of the season. We did some predictions and at the beginning of the season. We're going to look back at our beginning of the season predictions just for the top uh, the top of the divisions, and then kind of uh, analyze that and then give some new ones with the updated times and how the season's gone. But to start off, uh, in the what, Atlantic. Atlantic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even see that. Okay. In the Atlantic, we both said Toronto. Um, now, if we look at it, Toronto in the Atlantic is sitting third. 50 points. They're 11 points behind number one, Boston Bruins. So we didn't get that insanely correct. We also thought that Boston was not going to do what they're doing right now. Uh, pretty much tied for second for most points in the league. Um, And then in the Metro, Galley said the Devils. I had said the Hurricanes. And if we look at the Metro, uh, the Devils are seventh right now, 47 points. And- Oof. Well, they're only 11 points behind the Rangers who are first in the Metro. My Hurricanes are at 53 points and only five points behind the Rangers in the Metro. So not horrible, but definitely not our best either. Uh, The Central?
1: Just just to slow it down, though, just talking about the Eastern Conference a little bit. um, Toronto, I don't really think they're going to catch up to Boston. I don't either. There's a chance they have a very good second half of their season, but holy shit, they've just had some struggles goaltending that are are very difficult that the media is blowing up too. Yeah. Um, Your Carolina pick probably has a good chance still. Yeah. But yeah, the Devils are going to have to have a screamer of a second half of their season. So I think that one's going to be really difficult in such a tight division. Holy shit. I mean, 11 points between first and seventh is like, Crazy. crazy we've been yeah. talking about that for basically the whole fucking season that mm-hmm. eastern conference is so it's tight yeah. still um yeah. i mean even tampa bay is you know not too far behind third, third place i mean they're literally one point behind toronto yeah. um and they're they're in fifth so both those sure. divisions are so fucking tight but yeah we can yeah you can go into the western unless you got something else to say
0: yeah yeah um what was i gonna say uh, I think for the devils, they got hit pretty hard with an injury bug. Um, yeah. Nico, Heesher sure has been out for, well, he was out in the beginning here and there. And then Hughes got hurt for a bit too. So I think for them, it's kind of just a rough season for them. Hopefully maybe that again, it's not exactly like, um, well, I've heard a lot of players say that after the all-star break is when the season starts. So yeah, we'll see. Um, I think we could see some shifting and changing by the even three-quarter point of the season. We'll see where that's at. But moving on to the West, out here where we are at, kind of uh, in the Central, Galley had said that the Stars would be leading the Central right now. They're at 55 points, and. You know, it's not a bad pick, but I picked the Avalanche. They're currently leading right now with 61 points. Only one point ahead of the Winnipeg Jets, though. Um, Both pretty solid picks. I think the Central is pretty mid after the Stars. I mean, Nashville's 49 points at fourth. So between three and four, there's a six-point gap. And then three and one, there's a six-point gap. So after the Stars, I think it's a pretty rough uh <clears throat> division um and i think with the pacific too but um i think yeah, winnipeg it's... is kind of a shocker i know we haven't really talked about them a whole lot we did a couple weeks ago actually we did talk about the jets but mm-hmm. kind of shocked i thought it was going to be abs and stars just battling out for first but winnipeg has had a pretty good last 10 they're 8-1-1 right now um so they've been interesting. Um, interesting team to watch
1: yeah i, I do think nashville good. is going to be sneaky and if they do make the playoffs i mean they've been yeah they've been somewhat They're... impressive this season but yeah um and they are in a playoff spot right now so yeah um i definitely I've think some nashville, yeah nashville nashville's definitely got a little a little left in the the gas tank yeah. for for the rest of the season it's gonna be interesting to see how they do in the second half of the season yeah um as well yeah. as shit even winnipeg too um, yeah. I do see Kyle Connor came back this tonight too, which is huge mm. for the jets. Yeah. I remember yeah. I said, I predicted that the jets were going to fall off after him. And he, I was obviously wrong about that. I think they, they might've fucking yeah. got stronger without Forever. him. So yeah. the jets are looking pretty damn good. I mean, sitting at 29, 10 and four, that's a, that's a solid record at yeah. the midway point. I mean, that's, that's projected over 50, 50 wins in the season, which is excellent. And the Jets usually are pretty good in the regular season. It's just when they they come to the playoffs, they get screwed. So they're going to need their fans to show up to the, to the arena, which supposedly they haven't, they haven't been this season.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, they, they got not screwed, but I mean, they played the Knights first round last year. So unfortunately, obviously they went on to win the Stanley cup. So it's kind of unfortunate that you get that matchup. I think for Nashville, last thing I'll say before we move on, but, thinking about it now, they do have some pretty good experience on their team in terms of playoffs. They've got... I mean, they had a deep run back in, what, 2017? Um, Mm -hmm. They've got an older team. Philip Forsberg, I think, is 28 or 29. But then we got, like, Roman Yossi and Ryan O'Reilly, who is a Conn Smythe winner. Um, And their goalie, UC Saros, is a great goalie as well. So, I don't know. We could see maybe... I mean, we saw what Florida did last year with a team that kind of snuck into the playoffs and went all the way to the Eastern Conference Final. Um, now I don't think that they're the same exact team. I think Florida's a little bit better, but <clears throat> who knows? It's playoff hockey. Yeah, The Preds could sneak into that wild card spot and shock the entire league, so we'll see. But mm-hmm. uh, the Pacific is the one league that we were not expecting this at all. Uh, yeah. Galli... I love your heart here, picking the Calgary <laughs> Flames to win the Pacific. Diehard fan. I love it. Uh, I picked the Knights. But as you guys know, the Canucks have been lighting up the Pacific and just the NHL in general. Um, I I think it's interesting that they've been doing this hot. Um, we kind of talked about it in the beginning of the season too. I know you did, especially just about how they kind of need to do, do something. They've been yeah. very mediocre and they've kind of figured it out. And maybe giving Quinn that captaincy just really helped spark the team. I don't know. But they're doing great. They're seven points ahead of this defending Stanley Cup champions in the Knights. So they have a pretty comfortable lead in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Flames are... Yeah,
1: they're, they're, they're way back. They're about <laughs> yeah. fucking they're 17 points back from, yeah. from first place. So they got a, they got a ways to go. Um, never know. Same with the Whalers though. The Whalers got yeah. 15 points. So, yeah, you, you do never know. The Flames are going to have to have a really solid uh, yeah, really solid second half of their season.
0: Let's see. 47. Okay, so, I mean, this would be kind of crazy if Edmonton didn't make it. But, I mean, that third through sixth is all broken up by five points. Yeah. So it's not crazy that the, the Flames could sneak into a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, that would mean. Will they win good. the
1: division though? No, no. probably not. Oh. That was a that was yeah. a that was a hard <laughs> pick. That was yeah. a, a hey, pick straight from the it, heart. Though. So because you know what? Yeah. if
0: you're right, then you could be like told you guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh at the halfway point, I think. What's your most shocking team that you've seen this year? Oh,
1: most shocking team. I'd probably say. I'm going to either say the Jets or the Flyers, but out of those two teams, I'd say the Jets, like they okay. are first yeah. in the league right now, tied for first. And, yeah. um, that's, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Hell of Luck no. is playing fucking so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, their, their forwards are clicking. So, you know, the Jets are, are pretty unbelievable with, with how they're doing this year and they're, they're shocking yeah. a lot of people. Um, they got a they got a good core there and, um, It's pretty impressive, but what would you say?
0: Okay, I've been going back and forth because I just thought of that question. Um, I would say either the Oilers sucking this bad, at least in the (laughs) beginning of the season. That was a shock for me. And also the Rangers. Um, I don't know. I didn't think that they were going to be bottom of the barrel. I definitely thought the Flyers were. That's another good one, I would say. Um, I'm going to go with Edmonton, though, because I... <clears throat> no, they've had this goal goaltending struggle for a while yeah i'm surprised that the oilers are as bad as they were this year um, yeah so
1: 100 percent.
0: but uh any closing thoughts before we wrap up tonight's episode
1: no uh not really i know the flames are playing right now they're down 2-1 to the coyotes in the third period so i'm gonna hop off and watch the rest of that that game yeah. hopefully they can come back and tie it up uh I mean, leaving remarks, go flames, um, pray for snow too, fucking for all the skiers and snowboarders out there, not the best driving conditions, but, um, Hey, that's some, some good pow to to shred up on the mountain. So I'm always praying for snow and, um, yeah, I don't really have too much. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate anyone that's listening. Um, any new listeners really appreciate it. You know, we're still, getting better and better each podcast so Mm -hmm. um just want to say you know genuine thank you if i ever see you get you a beer just let me know that you're a listener
0: (laughs) yeah yeah honestly if you guys ever see us you listen to this point we want to thank you thank anyone that's listening past really the five minute mark um but if you're here at this point at the end of the show um yeah we just want to thank you for being a loyal listener um again reminder to just follow us on whatever platform you stream this on, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple music, Amazon music, um, give us a follow. Let us know. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a rating. Let us know. It helps us out to know that we're doing a good job, uh, for doing bad. Let us know so we can fix it. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. This has been episode number 14. We're about to hit number 15 next episode, which is <clears throat> kind of crazy. Um, and yeah. we got some hockey ahead of us. um, I think the season's just kind of starting honestly. Um and we'll see after the All-Star break. And I'm I'm excited for April. I really am. I don't want it to yeah. be here yet, but I am excited for playoffs because I think this season's going to be crazier than last year.
1: Dude, I'm um, so fucking pumped like yeah. the playoffs is I mean, the league is wide open right now. There's not really a, a team that's no. like, oh, and there's no, I wouldn't say there's necessarily like a Bruins team like there was last like year. Last right year? now, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And there's a lot of it's teams good. that have looked good in the regular season, but they're going to get out first round. So yep. it's going to be an interesting April to say the least.
0: I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening once again. Uh, if you guys aren't, go follow us on everything. And we will see you next week. And we'll be back for another episode.